0: Love, talk, radio.
1: Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Dave Nichols from the Federal Baseball on the line after Lucas Giolito makes his MLB debut tonight in the Nation's Capital. Four innings, one hit. No runs allowed, two walks, 1K, just 45 pitches, Dave. Uh, not exactly what we were hoping for. The rain delay, hour 25 rain delay in the middle of the game kind of ruined it for everyone and got Giolito out of there. But uh, from what I saw above, he was pretty impressive. Uh, Mike Rizzo said earlier this week that he was going to be promoted to AAA anyway. And uh, when Steven Strasburg went on the DL and Anita Rose and the majors, they brought him up to start here. He's the 2012 first-round pick. Uh, two scoreless on 23 pitches one hit allowed fastballs 94 to 96 for most of the night Uh, change up about 10 miles slower than that it really came as advertised a nice 12 to 6 breaking ball working some change up to two nine pitch frames in the second and third uh, up to 32 after three pitches three innings so really I I think I hashtag that efficiency there came back out with a nice fourth inning too just a nice debut, if not all we were hoping for.
0: Yeah, it's a shame that the rain start uh, shortened it, but um, but really he, he looked like he belonged, and that's all that you can ask for from
1: a 21-year-old
0: like that. Um, you know, the, the first couple of batters he was high, um, had trouble getting on top of the ball, but uh, uh, really impressed me that he was able to sit, uh, settle down. He got a couple of generous uh, strike calls against Cabrera, the, against the second batter. Um, but then settled down, got the ball down in the zone, generated a lot of ground balls. Um, the curveball was as knee-buckling as advertised. I thought the changeup had a little bit more life on it than what I remember seeing from spring training. Um, and then it's just got a big, explosive fastball, and, um, you know, once once he calmed down a little bit, was able to um, to, to control it really well. Um, you know it's uh um, it's it's an, it's an important thing for Nat's town that, that that he's here that he's uh um, that he sh- that he showed that he belonged that he performed well today um, you know he's going to be on an innings limit this year so it's hard to imagine him um you know staying with the big club as long as Strasburg is not injured um that he'll go back to Syracuse where they can manage his innings and whatnot um but just a taste of what nats can expect. Adam um, Lucas Giolito in the future. I mean, he's big, he's strong, uh, throws hard, um, and and just uh, um, you know just another one of these uh, um, weapons in the arsenal for Mike Rizzo in the starting pitching.
1: I was watching from high above, so uh, this is one of those games where I was watching it and then turning to the televisions that are in the press box for every pitch, basically to see what he was doing, what kind of movement he had. Uh, Dusty Baker talked about that change-up too that you mentioned. Uh, they talked about his fastball, obviously, mid 90s heater, really, uh, you know, just fantastic curveball that's just a lot of fun to watch in person. I've seen a few of his starts in spring training and in the minors when I watch on MILB TV, but whole different things seen in a major league park. Uh, Dusty Baker, talking about the change, said he's getting more and more confident with it. That's going to be a big pitch, especially with that fastball and the curveball. So he's come a long ways from what we when we saw him in spring training. We liked what we saw then, but he's come leaps and bounds since then. He also talked about the fact that he's getting a lot of weak contact out of the Mets. So I didn't look at his ground ball totals, but six ground outs, four fly outs on the night asked about that. Baker said that means he was not uh, throwing throwing not down the heart of the plate. He was demonstrating control, and he was off the end, and he wasn't afraid to use his defense. If you throw strikes with our defense, you've got a great chance of keeping a, keeping a house, especially if you keep the ball in the ballpark, which he did. Obviously, he didn't give up any long balls, but that weak contact is pretty impressive, too, and something you like to see from a pitcher with that kind of stuff all together people weren't barreling him up and when they were the defense behind him was taking care of what they needed to no there were
0: there were a couple of decent hit fly balls but uh, but there were also a couple that were um, of the flare and pop-up variety and, and you mentioned the ground balls um, he was absolutely the, the benefactor of a couple of nice plays there um, in the first inning and um, you know that I, I mentioned on on the Twitters that um, that he's probably not used to um, you know the luxury of playing behind a major league uh, infield um, and, and even just major league infield the dirt itself um, is better than, than, than Harrisburg and, and the minor league so mm-hmm. I'm sure he felt that that was a nice luxury as well um, just to you know the only thing that, that ruined his debut today was the um, you know was, was the range shortened aspect of it and you know we're five minutes into the show, and we haven't even mentioned the fact that the Nats won tonight, so, um, you know, we get a little little bit giddy talking about prospects, but uh, he did his job, and, uh, um, you know, we're just going to have to see with Steven Strasburg, um, apparently he, um, he did a bullpen and came out of it okay today, so, um, you know, hopefully, you know, Strasburg only misses one more start, and, um, you know, like I said, this is just getting our, getting a taste of what
1: Giolito can do for the Nats in the future. Yeah, good quotes coming out of his post game uh, to G. Lito and his dad being at debut. He told uh, CSN, Chase Hughes, I, I don't know if my dad was even able to watch. He might have been hiding somewhere, really nervous. <laughs> uh, everyone just aware of how big a deal this was for the kid to come up here and do what he did. And uh, what do you think they do with him going forward? You did mention that briefly. It kind of depends on what's going on with Strasburg, what they decide to do. Uh, they. You know, a little mixed message coming from the Nationals. Uh, they are just saying they're going to take it start by start and see what they're going to do. But uh, you think they will give him another shot here, especially with only going four innings, or you think he uh, get go down back to AAA where he hasn't even visited yet and get some more work in before he's up for good? Well, I, I certainly did think they're going to wait to see how Strasburg
0: feels and when he's eligible to come off the disabled list. Um, I know a lot of people are already clamoring about uh, little geo taking over for Big geo or, or the other way around um, due to geo Gonzalez's ineffectiveness his last seven starts. I certainly don't think the Nats are going to pull the plug on Gio Gonzalez um, that quickly. I think we're going to see a, a couple more starts, but um, but the Nats need to get some production out of Gio Gonzalez. Um, again, Lucas Gialito, um if the Nats are going to contend, isn't going to be a long-term solution for them because he is going to be on an innings limit this year again. Uh, much like Steven Strasburg was uh, when he w- when he was coming back and the Nats were contending in 2012, um, when they had the Strasburg shutdown, there's going to be a Giolito shutdown this year. Um, so they're they're going to need five major league starters um, to go you know to go all season, and they need to get their only left hander Gio Gonzalez straightened out. Um, I, I don't see Giolito replacing him unless he has another two or three starts as dismal as, as the last seven have been.
1: Matt Harvey was on the mound opposite him. He only went three and two-thirds as well before the rain came. Uh, the Nationals knocked him around while he was struggling, and back-to-back starts in May, connected for 16 hits, 14 runs, 11 earned in seven and two-thirds innings pitched. He had a 421, 465, 842 line against over that stretch, but uh 225 ERA in five games, 32 innings pitched since uh, held hitters to a 205, 237, 286 line against the nose. He was down one nothing in the second. Uh, Ramos single, Rendon triple to the center. Just, uh, there's few things that bring more joy to my life than watching Wilson Ramos around the bases like he does, like someone who just really swears he can run fast, even if all the evidence is against him. But uh, Dusty Baker mentioned in the post game also good to see Anthony uh, Rendon kind of picking it up offensively. He's looked really good at the plate the last few games. Yeah, he has, and um, he really
0: smoked that one. Um, you know, it, it got out there too quick for the outfielders, even really to to recognize it before you know they were able to, to make a play on it. Um, you're right about Ramos. though, so watching him round the bases, and he was rounding third, and it looked like it looked like he needed four or five stutter steps to plan on trying to slide. It was really uh, kind of comical at the end, and we could laugh about it because he scored and nobody was injured and whatnot. But um, but yeah, he's. Not only is is he slow, he's also a poor base runner, which is a bad combination, Um, much like I wasn't high. So um, I I speak from experience there. Um, But, yeah, no, uh, Harvey, you know, the Nats have had Harvey's number. Um, He wasn't, you know, the game didn't go long enough for him to uh, really experience a whole lot of damage. But, I mean, four hits and three walks in three and two-thirds, that isn't very good. Um, And, boy, he was was pissed with uh, the home plate umpire. Uh, when they when they called the game there for the rain delay there, um, you know Jesse had just started pitching to a batter and then the um, you know they, they they pulled him off the field and they, he just he was not very happy with uh, with the home plate umpire at that point. Came
1: back out of the rain delay. Uh, some Weird maneuvering by Terry Collins in the fourth inning there. I don't know what he was doing exactly, but the Nationals added on in the fifth. Jerry Blevins uh, walks Jason Worth, gets a Lefty versus Lefty matchup with Bryce Harper, who just absolutely demolishes one line drive to right field. Uh, home run number 16 on the year for Harper. Uh, former Washington Post, current New York Times writer James Wagner noted on Twitter that that was the first home run by a left-hander off of Blevins since 2013. So even more impressive by Harper there to uh, hit one off a Lefty who doesn't give up much to fellow left-handers. But good to see the power back for Harper a little bit there. Yeah, I mean, good good in two circumstances
0: there. Number one, it was off the lefty. Number two, he pulled it. I mean, people make a big deal about his opposite field power, but um, he has been falling off of balls. He's been been falling away. And to say, see him stay down on the ball and drive it to the back of the Nats' bullpen, I think that's um, as good a sign as any that we've seen out of Harper in the last couple of weeks here, That that he kept his head down, he drove through the ball, and, and pull the ball I'd like to see a lot more of that and, you know batters can get pull happy um, and, and leave themselves uh, susceptible to outside pitches Harper's plate coverage is, is, is to the point that when he's going well it doesn't matter where they're pitching him but um, but just to see him to keep his head down and drive the ball um, I thought that was a really good sign tonight so
1: you get the 5 nothing win add two more runs in the 7th one, uh, one more run I should say uh, no, it was two. I was right in the first place. I didn't trust my notes. Wilson Ramos double, uh, double to center over Yunis to set his head to drive in. Harper and Murphy at that point make it five nothing. Uh, Dusty Baker talked after the game about taking the series with the first two wins and then having another chance to make it three straight over the Mets uh, four overall after winning the finale in Milwaukee. So. Uh, he basically said you know what they're doing here is kind of picking up for if they take these games they're going to be right back where they were before that disastrous road trip that they were on and everything that went wrong out there but uh, I still think it's kind of a big game you want to really kick the Mets when they're down while you can you're going against a team that you're supposed to be competing with for the division title most of this season the Mets are dealing with a lot of injuries now and you have a opportunity you know it's Still June, you have to offer that caveat every time, but an opportunity to really kind of step on them at this point. Oh, absolutely, and that's what makes the the West
0: Coast trip that much more disappointing is that, you know, they gave those games away against the Padres and the Brewers, and, you know, the, the Dodgers have really good pitching, so, you know, you don't like to get swept there, but you can kind of look past those. But, um, but the, the two games against the Padres and, and the games against the Brewers just were a lost opportunity because at this point, had the Nats even split there, and then they come and sweep the Mets here. You're, you know, for all intents and purposes, you're really putting the Mets in a deep hole there, um, both um, both statistics-wise and mental-wise. Um, you know, sweeping the Mets the Mets here would be a big way, uh, big thing for the Mets, regardless. Um, but if they could have just come off that road trip, you know, even at 500, and then picked these three games up here, it just would have been really devastating for the Mets' chances this year. But uh, but still, it's a statement that the Mets take the first two games. They've got Scherzer going against Logan Brett tomorrow, um, who's a swing man for them. Um, they kind of burned their bullpen tonight. Um, they're they're going to have to hope to get, you know, five innings out of their swing man tomorrow. you got to like the Nats' chances with Scherzer on the mound um, of taking this sweep and, and really making a statement here in the middle of the season.
1: 7.05 p.m. start again tomorrow night. No getaway time for the Mets, unfortunately. Nationals 46-32 and 32 on the year after the win, as we said, Lucas Giolito on the mound, four innings tonight. It's impressive debut, if not all we had hoped for. But it's good to see him out there on the mound. Good to see him have success. And Dusty Baker mentioned the teammates and the fans in the nation's capital seem to embrace him. So, any last thoughts before we sign off here on what you saw from Giolito tonight? Just
0: that you know that he's a really big dude. It's 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 fun to watch <laughs> a, a guy big um, being able to control his body enough to to throw strikes. A lot of times you see um, tall guys have trouble um, hitting the catch glove at that. I mean, you got to remember, too, he's only 21. I mean, this is a, this is a kid for all intents and purposes, um, and he comes up uh, a big deal. You know, he's being watched on the national level and was able to come up here, settle down, throw strikes, and, and you know, have a scoreless first appearance. And I think that uh, speaks volumes to him as a player and as a person.
1: That yeah, was impressive to see, and you, know, you mentioned how big he was. I definitely noted on Twitter that as big as he looked on the mound when they cut to the uh, at-bats he had, and you saw him standing at the plate there, all six, six of them, 255 pounds. you really got a good idea of just how big a athlete this kid is, and 21 years old, you mentioned he's still growing, which is kind of scary for the rest of the league when this guy's a 27, 28, and fully grown into his body. He's going to be one impressive guy out there and probably a little more powerful than he is now, which is a scary idea. Matt Knightley, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. We'll have one more coming to you from uh, Nats Park tomorrow night after they finish the series with the Mets. I'll talk to you then. All right, sounds good. Dog us go Nats.